When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It's a good deal later uh, on a Thursday night, uh, I've got to say, over there in South Africa, which is why I've got to pay uh, Mark Hinton a really big uh, vote of thanks for staying up that late for us because uh, he's uh, on the spot over there. Of course, Mark, a regular contributor to the show. Um, and, uh, Mark, we had to wait for a while to get that uh, all-black side. Uh, what did you make of it? Uh, yeah, reasonably predictable, Smithy. Yeah, good to be on with you and no problems for staying up late. Um, that's what you do when you're, <laughs> when you're dealing with jet lag. <laughs> you keep weird hours, so it's not a problem at all. Yeah, yeah, interesting squad, wasn't it? Look, not a lot of surprises. I thought Samasoni Takiaho, his promotion to, to, I guess, starting hooker to senior hooker now and Cody Taylor, I guess, paying the price for that um, pretty flat July he had um, was probably the notable, the notable uh, selection, wasn't it? Uh, you know, otherwise it was it was pretty steady. Four changes in all, but of course we, um, without the two top tight head props here, there was always going to be a change there. And Angus Tava gets the nod there on seniority, so um, probably probably a smart call. Um, a little bit of a surprise on the bench with Finlay Christie getting a chance at halfback. Um, Quintupai covering, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty greenish looking bench. Uh, if you're looking for impact, which you, we didn't really get from the All Blacks through July, Smithy, um, mm. it's gonna, it's gonna be a challenge for that group. You have to think so. But uh, overall, you know, great to see Caleb Clark back. Um, you know, steadiness in the rest of the back line um, from July. So you know, for the most part, Smithy, you have to think. Ian Foster's said to the guys, you didn't get it done in July. You have to be better now. You get one more chance. Um, so, so you know the ball really is in the players' court, isn't it? And and he has been reasonably consistent with them. I read your article uh, first thing this morning, uh, Mark, about uh, Foster's comments about uh, this particular selection, and uh, he was has no doubts about the fact that we can uh, match it physic uh, physically uh, with South Africa, but he wants us to be smarter. Uh, that was the theme of your article this this morning. Uh, are you convinced we can uh, first of all match it physically? I'm not. Um, and I look at that front row, Smithy um, George Bauer in his uh, uh, second season, really as an All Black, um, and really only his first as a as a starting Lucid. Samasoni Takia, how we, we all know he's played well for the Chiefs, but he started. I think this will be only his second start. For the All Blacks, and of course Angus Ta'avau, it's been around a while, but he's only he's played 22 tests, but again he's only started five of them. There is not a lot of front end experience in that front row, and you know they're going to um, 
have to bear the brunt of some pretty powerful um, spring box challenges. So, um, you know, you have to have some doubts there. Look, look, this is three kind of um, almost unproven guys that are going to have to play, I, I think, the test of their lives to help the All Blacks do what they have to do to win this game. So some doubts there. Um, and um, uh, the rest of the um, forward pack, you know, there, there's enough experience there to give you some hope that they can kind of deal with the Springboks. But you you look at that pack with, the, you know, those wonderful second rowers and, and, and the scrum power they'll have, those big, you know, groundbreaking loose forwards. It's a mighty challenge coming the All Blacks' way. They've got the ability to put points on the board, Smithy, but they can. They want enough ball, want enough field position and put the pressure on the box to kind of, um, um, I guess, play from in front, which you think they're going to have to do. Um, that's the big question mark, and there have to be major doubts about it, I believe. So when he says smart rugby, uh, Mark, uh, what was unsmart in those terms against Ireland? What was what was not well, smarter to the point where he, he's demanding smartness? Yeah, he might have been referring to the kicking game. I think they, I think they, the All Blacks do kick the ball a lot, but I just thought they kicked poorly against Ireland. They didn't, they just didn't get it right there, and and I guess the overall sort of attack just lacked, seemed to lack um, the ability. To, Based on the forwards' inability to, I guess, dominate, uh, the attack just couldn't find um, the holes, couldn't put the runners in, into space. They they just have to find ways to be to be more effective and to and to to retain possession was the other thing. I think, you know, we talked about we talked about that kicking. Um, I guess they have to be prepared to be patient as well as smart and keep the ball back themselves to wear the box down not necessarily get through them first or second attempt. So um, I, I think it's referring to just being having a better overall um, appreciation, I guess, of the plan and sticking to it and not making those errors, not making those, I guess, inaccurate kicks that just hand the ball back to the opposition. So we, they just have to be better right across the board. And, and I think that smartness just refers to, I guess, um, not making as many clumsy errors as we saw through that Ireland series. You see any Jason Ryan, Ryan influence and uh, what you've been witnessing over there yet? Hard, hard to say too much about that, Smitty, because they keep us, shall we say, at quite a distance. <laughs> we don't get to watch training anymore on these uh, tours. You get in for just the tail end, but when they're warming down, um, and um, I was out there at the um, All Black sort of rural retreat in um, the Ingwinyama, in, sorry, beg your pardon, Ingwinyama Conference and Sport Resort, a, a, quite a nice sort of self-contained um, place out there in, um, in, the, in the provinces uh, there, um, sort of about, probably about 20 minutes, half an hour out of, out of uh, central Nelspreit, as they used to call it, um, Mumbala, Mumbala, they call it now. Um, um, they had a good setup, but uh, you know they were very self-contained, almost like a kind of a siege type approach. Barriers were up. No, the public couldn't get where the All Blacks were. The parts of the facility they were in were all fenced off. So, you know, I guess the 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 imagery we have, Smithy, from July and from last November is th- this is a team under siege. I guess in so many areas, and the the reality of their week here in South Africa, their first week in the South Africa, is they have been a team, you know, that have closed ranks, that have tightened up. Um, um, whether whether that means anything on the field on Saturday, um, you know, the, the talk that has been that Jason Ryan 
has made a positive influence. But let's face it, it's been, what, a week, a week and a half. There's only so much he can do um, really to change around a group that that's challenges are so huge. You mentioned before uh, a real newness about the bench. I totally agree. Uh, I, that was one of the things I was looking for. Uh, uh, Coles, of course, uh, undoubted. Uh, Moonga, undoubted in their roles. But uh, apart from that, if you look at that bench, uh, there has not been a lot of experience in a lot of areas there to come on if we're in trouble. Yeah, and if you think through that Island series, Smithy, how many of the final quarters did the All Blacks um, dominate or did, did the All Blacks outscore Ireland? Or do the All Blacks even really, you know, kind of finish with any sort of positive positivity? I think the answer is none. Uh, Ireland outplayed the All Blacks, off, you know, in those sort of finishing bursts, and it was a big part of the series. Um, they have to find a way to be more effective off the bench, and and uh, you know they possibly just don't have the personnel at the moment, or the personnel they've got have to be so much better and so much more effective. I think it's going to be a big part of the series if you think about these All Blacks. Uh, Box matches of late. I think since the 57 0 thrashing in Al- Al- Albany, uh, Smithy, there's been seven matches, and s- uh, six of those have been decided by two points or less, um, uh, uh, the exception being the 10 point win at the World Cup. So, you know, if recent history is any guide, it's going to be a, a heck of a tight contest. And, you know, really those sort of uh, matches come down to. How can you boss that last 20 minutes? The All Blacks simply have to be so much better in that area of the game. Springboks uh, named their side uh, a lot earlier than the All Blacks, so they made their intentions very clear. They're big. There's no doubt about that. I've also gone for a 6-2 bench split, six forwards, two backs, which emphasises the the physicality they're going to bring for 80 minutes exactly. Yeah, it's... um you know, there, there, there really are no secrets when it comes to the South Africans. <laughs> they're big, they're strong, and they're going to come at you for the full 80. Um, you know, the 6-2 split, starting Malcolm Marks at hooker, um, bringing Faf de Klerk back um, as their starting halfback. They're all indications that, you know, they're going to play that game. We'll, we'll expect the game. I guess it, we've, in New Zealand we've come to admire they they're good at it, you know, particularly of late since since Rassi Erasmus came on board um, post that 27 thrashing in Albany and turned things around. They've they've kind of figured out the game that works for them and, and they've stuck to it and they've just got better and better at it. And, and even when they don't play that well, you know, in Australia last year, if you think back to those two encounters, I didn't think the box were really good, but they were good enough. And, the, you know, to split that series in a, in a really sort of tight battle, and easily could have won them both. So um, they're they're a, they're a real danger. Um, there won't be any surprises. You know, <laughs> they'll bash us up front. They'll kick a lot. They'll chase like men possessed. But they just they'll just be so good at it that the All Blacks will have to find a way to counter it and have to find a way to I guess unsettle them as well because there'll be plenty coming their way. Mark, uh, over here we've sort of been discussing it, of course, that these two test matches are vitally important for the future of uh, Ian Foster as head coach. Uh, is that what you're, now that you're on the ground over there, do you, do you see this as make or break for him in the next fortnight? Oh, it absolutely is. I don't think Mark Robinson um, left any doubt about that, did he, with his, with his very well-chosen words um, out of Birmingham, you know, basically refusing to endorse uh, Foster beyond South Africa. Um, make made it very clear what's acceptable is one win acceptable does it have to be two 
I, I, w- I would think you know a split series uh, might be enough for him to survive, but two losses and and you have to think <laughs> he's coming home scanning the jobs wanted, um, um, and you have to think the New Zealand public would demand it. So um, these are huge tests, not just for the All Blacks because you know they're as we all know. Um, I guess their their brand, their image, their legacy, whatever you want to say, it's taken a hit in the last um, six months or so, hasn't it? But also for Ian Foster as a coach, um, if he wants to go through to the World Cup and have any chance of kind of changing this narrative, he has to win at least one of these two tests. And you have to think if he doesn't win this Saturday, it becomes very, very difficult leaving Dallas Park. So does that mean... um the career of Scott Robertson is on hold at the moment, then. I mean, if he goes, they must have a ready-made replacement standing by pretty closely, you would assume. Well, you know, it, it, you have to think it, could, it can only be one of um, one of two options. Either Scott Robertson is ready to come in, and look, we don't know for sure, do we? Everyone's playing their cards pretty close to their chest on that. Scott Robertson's sort of signing up to go and coach the bar bars up north, so... You know, we're not 100% sure around his availability and, you know, his his wording and his, I guess, um, um, comments um, have, have suggested that, you know, he's maybe a little bit tired of, of being uh, treated as a second fiddle in New Zealand rugby. So whether he's ready, only really he, he and possibly New Zealand rugby, no. And, of course, there's the John Sh- uh, 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 Joe Schmidt um, um, option, and we're all told, of course, or we'll, we'll get the impression that he really doesn't want to commit to a full-time role with the All Blacks. That's the that's the big vibe. So unless he has a massive change in heart, you have to think um, if Foster does go, and, you know, it's in doubt, and we'll see what happens in the next two weeks, but if Foster does go, you have to think it has to be Scott Robertson to step up. Yeah, it does. Well, uh, Mark, we'll let you get some um, much-needed sleep, um, and uh, we thank you very much for staying up uh, it's late again. It's just uh, it's it's such a huge weekend. Um, it's such a, a defining weekend, I think, for for all black rugby. Have we hit rock bottom? Have we turned the corner, uh, or is there still a margin to go down? And that, I, I think that pretty much uh, is the essence of the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you, Smithy. I just I just you know, there's just so much riding on this game. I and mean, this is always a massive contest, isn't it? But when when so much is on it for the from the all black side of things. Um, you know, it really ramps it up even more. This is kind of like a World Cup semi-final or final to me. I mean, I, I, you just think if the All Blacks have any hope of changing this thing, of turning things around, it has to start right here and now. Absolutely, Mark. Okay, thank you very much for that update. Enjoying your articles. Uh, keep them coming. Love it. Thank you very much for your time as well. Appreciate it. Yeah, good on you, Smitty. No worries. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.